let's push on. We begin with a man who inspires all. He's the legend who played 240 games for Munster. He helped win a Grand Slam with Ireland in 2009, four Triple Crowns, three Lions Tours, won two out of four European finals. He recently produced a coaching masterclass when his team won the Heineken Champions Cup final against Leinster. So if there is anyone who can talk about what it takes to constantly have to think on your feet, to plan for an uncertain future, to build resilience. It's rugby legend Ronan O'Gara and I'm delighted to say that Ronan joins me now. Ronan, take a listen first to this clip. It comes just moments after La Rochelle defeated Leinster in May. So many things I suppose could have gone wrong in the last few minutes, picking and going, picking and going, but we have, what we, where we've grown, we've grown in mental fortitude. It was easy to jump ship at 18-10, boys of some fighting spirit in them. Ronan, mental fortitude, does it take losing, making mistakes, enduring the low points to have a moment like that, to know it in the 88 minutes you can bring a team home? <laughs> Good morning. Um, <laughs> I think there's a lot in that question. Um, I suppose something that's interesting me lately is, I suppose, the value of consistent behaviour. Um, and I think a lot of people underestimate that. I think... It's the one thing I've probably done is been involved in teams since I've been very, very young. And I'm probably hugely interested in the human behaviour side of it as opposed to the strategy. I love the strategy and I love the tactical analysis as well. But I just think that um, how you make people feel good about themselves, essentially under pressure, because pressure can be defined for me in so many different scenarios. But... um, yeah, real, real pressure may, may only hit in a sporting environment um, once or twice a season. Um, so for me, I'm trying to, I suppose, um, be very consistent in the message you give give your team, uh, give your staff, give your, um, give your group. And um, obviously I'm 45, but I'm still learning. I'm still, I really enjoy the journey. I think a lot of people put an emphasis on the silverware and that's very very crucial I suppose to defining you but it can't eat at you every day for for the 10 11 months that lead to finals footy as we call it and for La Rochelle they'd never won anything until May just gone by and speaking of consistency there like did you have to teach them over the last few years just what winning would feel like did you have to paint them a picture of the port you know what it would look like if this team did win some silverware yes you had to get the performance and the planning right but it was constantly kind of painting a picture of the future for them yeah that's interesting you say that because I'd be a big fan from my I suppose from my time spent in New Zealand with Scott Robertson he kind of I suppose uh, delivers his message by uh, theming, T-H-E-M-E, you know, theme. So mm-hmm. we kind of looked into how you can inspire people by um, be it in music or in business or in the arts world or in the political world or the sporting world, about people that have done, I suppose, fantastic feats. But um, And that was our goal, was to be Les Premier, you know, the first, because La Rochelle had never won anything so as you say I think um, they went up from the second division in 2013 I think it was uh, and they actually didn't win but the scenes on the port were <laughs> meant to be um, uh, you mean ludicrous for, for something like that so 
I think that was always kind of imagine how the port would be. Uh, and then I suppose, you know, it's easy to talk and dream of these things, but then for it to become a reality uh, and the boys actually taste it, the goal now is to kind of keep the machine rolling and kind of trying to do this on a consistent um, um, basis. And there's the consistency again. Like Having lost two finals the year previous, did you have to teach them, though, how to grieve, how to heal? Because you, you've been that soldier on days like that, you know, missed World Cup finals, um, you know, very, very close margins at the end of a game and having to be that soldier standing on the sideline watching somebody else take a trophy home. So what went yeah. into the year? Because we've all had these low points over the last two and a half years where we have to pick ourselves back up. It's a great question and I think it's probably something that really shaped me in 2000 would have been, uh, from a Munster's point of view, uh, we lost the European Cup final 9-8, Ronan O'Gara, zero points, zero out of five attempts. So you imagine the hurt I caused to great guys like uh, Mick Galway, Peter Classy, um, an awful lot of the legends, the people who have, as we say, had had dug the well before we arrived in, in the in Munster history and heritage. Uh, so you can imagine, as a twenty-two-year-old, how you feel in that in that circle, and um, that was a, a hugely challenging point because essentially you have a choice: you either break mentally and you're swept away, and your life becomes probably miserable because the goal-kicking position is one of you know, unique really in the fact that everyone else plays a team sport, but then the kicker probably has to concentrate on an individual sport within a game context. So that was ma- magnificent learning for me and people helped me at the time, like uh, players and sports psychologists and stuff. But uh, essentially, I think uh, the message that you kind of pass to people is that unless the individual himself wants to do it, there's always a knockout. So, um, you know, I understood that day that my technique wasn't good enough or uh, mentally my game wasn't good enough. So I had to go work at it. And um, that kind of, I suppose, fueled me for the rest um, of my sporting days. And that was uh, a great great learning And there were days, of course, Roland, where the technique, the moment, everything comes into play. Let's take a, a listen to another clip. Drop goal, famous against Wales in 2009. In position. This must be it. This must be it for Ronan O'Gara. Drop it, goal. Grand slam at stake. He's got it. Would you believe that? Ronan, before that winning feeling and you rushing and riling up the crowd, though, talk to us that moment, though. You're stepping up. A country, a nation holds its breath. Like, what is going on? in your mind, that radical focus, the deathly silence before you kick? Um, very little. <laughs> you feel... <laughs> you, 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 you know, that's the, that's the fascinating thing for me now, coaching, is the fact that I understand what the players uh, go through. And, like, if you think that they're really listening to your messages, I think you'd be mistaken. I think they can potentially take on maybe one bit of information throughout a game. But these kind of ideas that you're able to radically change something for me I think that's an exaggeration I think when your heart is going whatever close to 200 beats per minute and when you're in the zone I think that's what you 
understand what experience is putting yourself in the same position and doing it better the next time and that's what a lot of, of, of great players have the capacity to do but like for me it's in the coaching game now you try and probably keep it simple and keep it to a minimum amount of information as best you can and let boys kind of express themselves and pray on instinct but also within the framework that you have hopefully worked on hard in the 10 months previously that they're capable of pulling option A, B and C out of the hat when pressure comes on. Do you think somewhere in the course, Ronan, of being a player, now a coach, that your mindset has changed, your approach to losing and winning has changed, that maybe once upon a time you were the glass half empty guy, now you're the glass half full guy. Do you think there was somewhere in all of that through the experience a change? Yeah, most definitely. Absolutely. And it's a great question because uh, I lived it. I lived it for two years with the Crusaders. So, you know, the negative inside me for four months was in denial that this growth mindset does not really happen. It's fake, it's OTT, it's it's too much. But I lived it and it was fantastic for me to to witness that, to see a lot of people, all the people actually in the environment pulling in, in the one direction. I think we're always, <clears throat> I suppose, in our past aware of, I suppose, energy vampires that eat at the core of your team and pull others down. Uh, but for me in New Zealand, it was probably a huge turning point um, for me. And it gave me probably the conviction and the love to go on with coaching because as a player, I probably got extremely nervous and I felt hugely honoured to play for to Munster in Ireland. But that comes responsibility. With that comes probably not good technique to preparation and the fact that our generation was... We probably were very um, undertooled potentially in how we prepare for for big events because we were probably of the opinion that you know that um, we should be nervous for games. This means everything, but there are actually another way of doing things. You can be positive. You can have a smile. You can joke. It just <laughs> everyone is very different, and that's I suppose what you learn when you travel and you see. You know, I mean, how you coach an Irish uh, boy would be very different to how you coach a Fijian boy and uh, or a Georgian or a French or an Australian or a New Zealand. But that's not to say one is better than the other. It's, it's I think it's your appreciation of understanding what's involved. And once you understand, I think you try to connect and then you create consistent behaviours and then you try to grow them and they grow you as well. Because I think it's very important that at the one that you kind of go, guys, the one big advantage I have over a year and it's only one advantage is the fact that I've seen more scenarios than you have because of my age but I think if we can connect your brain power with my brain power let's discuss the side apply then we've a good chance of, of, of having some fun together so and, and is that what that it's about like you think back to Monster Ronan it was probably you know you had to tune into the grudges it had to be fear fear based you had to kind of channel being the underdog whereas with Crusaders you, you were looking at things like teamwork indexes you were looking at personality profiling so has it become more fun based positivity based looking at the individual trying to understand what gives this person purpose, happiness, so that they can be part of a collective? Yeah, but I think it's also important for me to say that I, I think the team in Munster, when I played, uh, there was probably a 24-month period where that team was potentially one of the best, if not the best club team in the world. And people will probably disagree or agree with that. But we 
we're standard setters as well in the fact that um, maybe a lot of that, I suppose, um, language may not have been as prevalent as it is nowadays, but um, it would be remiss of me not to kind of mention, I suppose, the, the, the leaders that were in that monster team from, you know, from Paul O'Connell, David Wallace, um, Doug Howlett, uh, but even going back before that, it were very, very, I think, special players that had a huge ambition. Uh, and it wasn't always with Munster playing with a grudge and the underdog. It was for for periods, Munster were, were standard setters, were way out on their own. And I think that's important too, because um, some people, um, obviously for whatever, the last 10 years, Munster, Munster haven't been uh, where Leinster have been. But, you know, I think from 2000 to 2010, Munster were very much in a league of their their own in terms of setting standards. Uh, but then, you know, I think with a little bit of age and travel and going to the Crusaders and, uh, as you say, the the personality profiling and dotting and understanding how people take information and uh, learn, that that's fascinating for me because what I understand now is that their two careers are very, very different. A, a playing career and a coaching career. And for someone like yourself that's very successful in business, you understand that I had to detrain a lot of my bad habits as a player. Um, and then you have to uh, get better at, I suppose, your teaching methods. And one of the things you now have to do as a coach, Ronan, is drop people, not start them. And, and you've been that person on the receiving end, you know, sometimes with, with Declan Kidney. Have you found a better way to give difficult news to players and still keep them happy human beings as part of the collective that they'll go again to training next week they'll dig deep but how do you give that that hard news? It's extremely difficult but I think I said to the boys I said I don't expect you to like me boys but I just want you to respect me so I think you earn respect by being honest and, and the reality is the big change maybe from to when I play to nowadays, it is a 23-man game. In my time, it was probably the best 15 start. That may not be the case nowadays on you because you might want to finish with your best 15 because the demands in the modern game are huge. And For example, you need six front rows. And if there's a, a, a big gulf in class between the six of them, you're in trouble because you need essentially uh, six guys that are really, really competitive. And you always will have... Uh, certain players that are standout players but the, the the ability I think to tell that message in the best possible way you can to give them a nugget of hope of understanding for the days ahead I think they don't like it for the first uh, digestion of the information that you give them but maybe by the time it comes to t- they sleep on it and they come to breakfast the following morning they come in I think you, you can go forward together and that's important. But at the same time, as you say, they're not fools in the fact that delivering bad news, crushing news, uh, doesn't go down well with any competitors. Yeah. But it's it's doing it in a respectful way, as you say. Finally and briefly, and in a word, Ronan, from going from player to now coach, what drives you? What gives you purpose every day? Uh, my family. I... And I left Cork in 2013 for a year and we're still away. <laughs> so <laughs> it works because of them. Um, 
you know, and that's that gives me, I suppose, all the joys and all the uh, happiness. But as you know, in family life, it's 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 um, it's not all ups. There's plenty of downs, but you go through them together. And I suppose as we go on the road and have been on the road, you get a bit tighter together. But it's been fantastic because um, because their life is good, and you know, what I mean, it's me that's engaged in the rugby project. But there's six others that have to be happy off the pitch, otherwise. It's like, what time will you be home at today? What time will you be home at today? And that for me is just... Uh, they're, they're your not, timekeepers. <laughs> they keep you, you know, honest. But, but you have to <clears throat> find that balance too. And it's important that that you do that and you don't just say that, you know. So I'm lucky I live in Ile de Ré. I don't know if uh, you've been here, but many of your listeners may be here uh, on holidays. And it's, it's a fantastic spot. And yeah. I've had boys from the 2006... And eight Heineken Cup winning teams that come over. And that's why we do sport at the end of the day, because the medals are important when you're doing it. But afterwards, they're not as important. It's relationships. It's it's the memories. It's 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 the good times with people that you cared about. Yeah, it's your connection. It's your communities. Well said. Thank you so much, Ronan O'Gara, head coach at La Rochelle and one of Cork's finest. Thank you so much for joining us back after this.